Hey, everybody, this is Alex. Hey, it's Natasha. And we are here to talk just for a second about Extra Crunch, TechCrunch's subscription product. Extra Crunch is where a lot of our best analysis and follow-up stories lives. We focus a lot on startups, building, and even poke fun here and there. It's true. I also write a daily column called The Exchange that's over on Extra Crunch. And the good news is, if you don't have EC access yet, we have a deal for you. Yes, you can use, I think, the best code there is. So don't tell anyone who doesn't listen to Equity because they're not invited. The code is Equity, all caps, for 50% off your Extra Crunch subscription. So head over to techcrunch.com slash subscribe. Use that code. Make us look good internally. We say thanks across the internet. And now let's do a show. Hey, this is Alex, and you are listening to Equity Monday for October 26th, 2020. Here's what's up this morning. The recent surge in COVID-19 cases is hampering the global stock market, with most American, Asian, and European exchanges trading lower or flashing red this morning. Software giant SAP lost tens of billions of dollars in market cap this morning after its earnings and forecasts missed expectations. The company cited renewed lockdowns and other COVID-19-related issues for its gloomy outlook investors dumped its shares. Chinese fintech giant Ant Group will raise $34.5 billion in a dual-listing IPO, what CNBC calls the biggest listing of all time. That's what's running the game this morning. Now, let's take a look at what happened this weekend. But before we start, follow Equity at EquityPod on Twitter for show news and other goodies. And with that, let's go. Despite it being nearly November, lots of things happened this weekend that you need to know about. First, Databricks was reported to be targeting an IPO during the first half of 2021, according to Bloomberg. This is not a surprise. TechCrunch recently spoke to the company, digging into its growth rate, which saw the company expand from a $200 million run rate in the year-ago quarter to $350 million in Q3 2020. The company's old valuation of $6.2 billion appears beatable, provided that Databricks can continue to grow and market valuations stay high. Databricks is a data and analysis-focused unicorn that has raised nearly $900 million, mainly in rounds led by Andreessen Horowitz and New Enterprise Associates. However, what percent of the company's top line is pure software revenue is not clear. Databricks told TechCrunch that its software margins are in the 80% range, very good, but if the company has a big services line item, it could lower Databricks' overall valuation by dragging down its blended gross margins. And Airbnb is splitting its shares ahead of an IPO. Also, according to Bloomberg, the company's IRS-required 49A valuation also rose around 10% from its prior marks. Bullish and bullish. Airbnb has seen its fortunes recover from massive blows earlier in the year when COVID-19 heavily impacted its revenue and income. The company's recent focus on near-local rentals, however, has rejuvenated its fortunes. The company is expected to go public shortly, though a final timeline is not clear at this juncture. Looking ahead briefly... Root Insurance will go public this week, with the insure tech startup expected to price its shares on Tuesday and trade Wednesday. Given the huge investments that insure tech startups have seen this year, it is a big moment. How Root prices will impact companies like ClearCover and Metro Mile, which sell similar products. Startups in the insurance marketplace world, companies like The Zebra, Gabby, and Surefy, will be less impacted. Still, the insurance startup market is big, and the Root IPO will be watched by all involved parties including VCs with exposure to companies in the space. 
turning to funding rounds this morning. I found a couple of deals, a couple of investments that are pretty fun. So here's what caught my eye this morning, and we are not going to be mostly in the US. So let's look abroad. Primary bid raised 50 million from Draper Esprit and the London Stock Exchange this morning. The startup helps connect retail investors to follow on offerings from public companies that are often sold at a discount to their prevailing share price. I spoke to the company's CEO, Anand Sambasavian, about his company, which has intentions of expanding to international markets from its current home in the UK. According to the executive, the follow-on market is huge and currently utterly remote for regular investors. The result? Regular folks can't access the share sales, getting diluted at a lower price while big money gets a coupon. Not good. Primary bid expands follow-on offerings by adding in retail demand to the mix, taking a couple of points off the gross for its work. Primary bid is a legit cool company. I like it. It's expanding regular person access to opaque markets using technology, which is a good use of tech, really. TechCrunch's Ingrid London has more on the primary bid round over on the site. And this morning, some esports news. Tencent has led a nearly $100 million round into esports provider VSPN, or the Versus Programming Network, Mike Butcher reports for TechCrunch. According to TC, VSPN is, quote, one of the early pioneers in esports tournament organization and content creation out of Asia, and it has, quote, since expanded into other businesses, including offline venue operation. Now, $100 million is a huge amount of money, but the deal isn't that big of a surprise. Esports is big around the world, especially in Asia, and companies that power the back end of big tournaments and leagues are both not new and uh, they need a lot of money. Esports Engine, for example, is doing similar work in the West. Also, if you missed the semifinals of the League of Legends Worlds Tournament with G2, you should get on that. Great series. For our deeper dive this morning, we're going to turn back to the financial world because the SAP report has my brain twitching. I went through its earnings well right in the show this morning, and I, I pulled out a, the paragraph that I think is the most important. So if, if you don't read the SAP earnings report, and I don't blame you if you actually have like a life, but here's the key bit. Nevertheless, SAP's customers, particularly those in hard-hit industries, continue to be impacted by the economic consequences of the COVID-19 pandemic. Lockdowns have been reintroduced in some regions, recovery is uneven, and companies are facing even more business uncertainty. Consequently, there is even greater scrutiny of larger projects. SAP cut guidance and saw its value plummet. Now, here's the question as we head into an incredibly busy earnings week. How many other tech companies are going to take similar lumps? If the answer is many, then we could see a reset in technology valuations. But if the SAP results are merely one-off, all good. The game will continue. Today, we don't know. However, and I'm just throwing it out there, we have seen weak results thus far from both Netflix and Intel. SAP kind of makes it three. Closing with a note on the week, then, Twilio earnings should be coming today. And later on, we have Microsoft, AMD, Samsung, eBay, Pinterest, Apple, Facebook, Google, Amazon, Shopify, Spotify, Twitter, and Match, among others this week. So in short, this is going to be the week in which we determine the mood for tech companies' value for the rest of the year. Let's see what happens. Strap in. Wrapping, shout out to Lewis Hamilton for win number 92. And with that, go Haas in 2022. And with that, this is Equity Monday for October 26th. And we are out of here. Talk to you Thursday. Bye.